It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships, sans the sleaze factor, while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. Welcome, everyone, and thank you very much for being with me today. Uh, a happy post-Thanksgiving to all of you for those of you who enjoyed. And I did a little quiz, and I asked just exactly how many calories do most people end up uh, consuming during Thanksgiving? And it was something like a whopping 4,200 calories or 4,500 calories. That's like two pounds of, you know, adding just two pounds to yourself. Yikes. Um, Take care of yourself and, you know, take care of your bodies better. And by the way, for anyone... There's a reason why they refer to this time of year, speaking of taking care of your body and having it be ready for relationships and sex and all that good stuff. The reason they refer to this time of year as the flu season is one main reason, the amount of sugar that we are consuming. Think about it. We have Halloween. Ta-da! Then we have Thanksgiving. Then we roll around the corner, and in between, everyone's baking and getting ready and parties, and then we have Christmas. Then we have, oh, goody, New Year's. Then following that, we have even more sweets and things called Valentine's Day. Then to finish it off, we have Easter. And there's two things that will help you get through this flu season. And by the way, I will never, ever recommend you get a flu shot. If you want to get a flu shot, that's up to you. But I have to tell you, if you had any idea of the adjuvants and the things that were actually inside of those vaccines, you would run for the hills. You would never put them into your children. Uh, They're just, it's a travesty to your health to take these things. You have an immune system, which, by the way, is what the sugar is doing to you. The sugar we know wipes out about 50% of your body's immune um, capability for hours, and that's like with one soda. So if you're constantly snacking on uh, desserts or cookies or things like that, your body doesn't have a chance to maintain its immunity. Now, I'm going to add one more factor to that, vitamin D. Particularly in North America, we have this thing about you know fear of the sun. Vitamin D is your friend. And vitamin D is very much your friend. The lack of vitamin D and the increased sugar and not washing your hands, those are the things that contribute to flu season. So watch your sugar intake, get some vitamin D, make sure that's up, and or go sit in the sun if you want, and uh, wash your hands. 
and chances are you will not have to deal with a flu or cold this so-called flu season. So there we go. That's my little healthy tip for today. Today what I'm going to do, I'm going to be speaking on some things of sex in the news, but first I want to start with at the beginning of each year, we typically look for how we're planning new things. And I want to share with you something that I've never done before, that this is the first time that I'm actually, I've been asked to do this numerous times before, and I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, what, swing from chandeliers? No, sorry, <laughs> no chandeliers swinging on this side of the uh, microphone. But it is, I have been asked to be part of an expert cruise for eight days and seven nights going out of New York, and that is on the 20, pardon me, the 31st of May, returning eight days later in uh, beginning of June and go out of New York and then come beyond the water. There's three full days of programming, and I'm going to give you an idea of exclusive programming myself and four other experts and then there's also oh hip hip hooray three days in delightful beautiful bermuda now i am excited to be in bermuda because there is actually they they don't have them divided up in states or provinces they're called parishes and there is an actual paget parish which of course i will definitely make a point of visiting but the one thing that this cruise can do for you. And I know that having gone on cruises, this gives you a chance. Anytime you want to learn anything new, the experts will tell you the way to learn something new, to download it, and to have it be something that stays in your memory and literally energetically changes you, changes like your brain chemistry, it's like having to be out of your own environment for at least 48 hours, which is why if you're going to do a retreat or if you're going to do something away, don't go back home. Stay at the hotel. Stay somewhere. Even if it's, you know, a 20-minute drive back home, the minute you go back energetically into your own world, you are not focused on you. So when I got approached by these women, and actually, one of them is the is a friend of my twin sisters. And when I when she first contacted me about it, I was like, okay, so what what do we have here? And her name is Lee Brovadani, and Lee is a trust expert. The woman who is originally originally putting everything together, her name is Glennis Devine. She's a purpose expert. Lee Brovadani is a trust expert. Myself, Lou Paget, I am the sex expert. Then we have Michelle Setterberg, and she is a health expert. And then Susanna Baum, and she is a communications expert. So when, and here's the thing, there's only 80 places available. So this is a unique experience with the expertise of five internationally renowned speakers, all for women. And when you focus on doing something for you, let me tell you how that impacts every other one of your relationships. It is magical. And I'm looking forward to this because it gives me a chance 
to expand everything that I'm already doing. And by the way, and I'm going to say this, you know, throughout the program and ongoingly, if what are some of the topics you might like me to cover? Because I'm putting together a list of new ebooks, of new things for me to look at. And are there things you would like to know the answers to? Or you would like someone, you know, point you in the direction of how do I get more or better information about XYZ subject. And you can either email me at, you know, office at Lou Paget, or you can do, you know, contact me on Facebook, whatever. But the important thing is I want what my work does to make a difference in your life. Not mine, in yours. And I want it to be that you hear this and you go like this, oh, thank God. God, finally, I have an answer to this, or I have a direction. And I'm going to talk, you know, today is also World AIDS Day, and I'm going to talk about that uh, in just a moment. But with this cruise, it's called www.summit, and that's S-U-M-M-I-T, not two T's in summit, summitatsea.ca. And you have the ability to be around There's only 80 places, as I said, women who want to make a difference in themselves. The titling of it is that, you know, it's going to be 50 Shades of Fabulous You. And it's on the Norwegian uh, cruise lines, which having been on uh, two Norwegian cruise lines, I must tell you, they are lovely boats. So everything is, is taken care of. You have your room. It's a double occupancy room. You have networking. You've got the training certificates. You have all gratuities are taken care of, as they typically are in most cruises. So for a Canadian amount of 2267 you get eight days and seven nights on an amazing cruise focusing on you. And I look at it this way. If you amortize that amount over an entire year, you basically are spending $200 a month, and let's divide that in four because typically we have four weeks. So you're spending $50 a week to have you get something that is a life-changing, life-altering opportunity. I'm going to be sending out um, emails, very targeted emails, to um, my Facebook and to uh, my close girlfriends. And, and so I'm, I'm going to be obviously coming from the West Coast. For those of you who might be on the East Coast area, you've got a, you know, a little bit easier jaunt to get there. But the important thing about this is that you will have the ability to focus on you. You will have support. You will have other women who are wanting. And I will tell you that when you have women wanting to support other women, you have a magical environment. And here's the thing. You can go and be as introspective as you'd like. You can do the yoga. You can do the health. You can do the sports sessions. But the important thing is this is an opportunity for women who want to focus on themselves and their futures. That's why I'm doing it. This is the first time it's been something that's just women 
and I loved the format of it. So I'm going to give you a little more details about that. We're coming up to my first break, and again, it is summit, S-U-M-M-I-T, at C.ca, so that's all spelled out. And uh, if you do uh, go on, be sure to let them know that I invited you, so they'll make sure that, you know, you are properly taken care of. And when we come back, I'm going to talk about some in-the-news posts from Cosmo, which are, on occasion, some of the more irritating things that one can read. Please stay with me. I'll be right back with Sex in the News. This is Lou Padgett. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Padgett. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, Business and background, you can go to mymomknowsbest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And just before the break... I was talking about the uh, cruise that I am going to be one of the five experts on. It's called Summit at C.ca. It is leaving out of New York, May 31st, and it is eight nights and seven days. And the one thing that if one does, you know, the $2,267 and divides it by 365, that means you just spend $6.21 on yourself a day 
to take care of yourself for a year. Not a bad amortized price, I'd say. And to me, the more that you make you a priority, the better your relationships are, the better your attitudes are, and the better you are. You're you're much more magnetic. So I will talk about this again just before we uh, close the show. So going to the one thing that I said that I'd start with, the the Cosmo article, Uh, there was a Facebook post by a colleague who she said that there's a – she said, I guess I'm, you know, officially old because she – and her name is Joan Price, and Joan wrote a book, Naked at Our Age, and she has just released her next book. And, you know, Joan just turned 71. But there are times – now, let me give you a little background. I have a degree in buying and merchandising from Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. So I – has, I study fashion. I like to know this. I look at the psychology behind it. And on more than one occasion, I'm not looking at fashion as something that's talking to us from a positive or loving place. It's talking to us from a place of criticism. And given that we wear clothes to present to the world our uniqueness, our, who we feel that we are, there's times when I'm reading these things and I go, come on, who is this one person to make write one article and tell people that they've got style errors? And Joan said, listen, I have worn running shoes because they're the most comfortable shoes I have ever. I've worn them my entire life. I don't know how this makes me old. So just to give you an idea, this woman, her name is Cynthia Nellis, writes that tweed, you should not be wearing tweed, excuse me. There's nothing wrong with tweed. Tweed is just fine. It's the cut that's the issue. And then she says that a more youthful vibe would be denim. Well, denim can be used at any time. I think you need to go. This is, to me, clothing is like ordering at an, you know, on a menu. You choose what works best for you. Reading glasses. Hey, you know, reading glasses are one thing. You know, now if you're someone who you have to take them off and on regularly because of what you're doing and you have those, what do you call those little, the, the, not the lorgnettos, that, that's the thing, um, those little strings, you know, that they put around the ends of them. So what? Here's the thing. If you want to make sure you've got your glasses, you may need to keep them there. And I don't know why everyone goes like this, oh, my God, it's going to make you look old. Nicole Ritchie is 32 years old. She dyed her hair gray. She happens to like it. It's a fashion statement. It doesn't make her look old. It makes her look unique because of how literally she's got that really Mediterranean uh, sort of olive uh, beige, uh, pardon me, olive uh, brown skin. So it really contrasts with the white hair. No one said anything to, what was his name, the guy who used to always sing and scream and bounce around. He was a, a rocker in the, uh, in the 80s who dyed his hair white. No one told him he looked old. I mean, please, spare me. Uh, cardigans. There's nothing wrong with cardigans. Now, any color that washes you out, I have to agree with her. Choose a color that looks good for you. Now, when you are doing fashion, if you want to make yourself look like you're au courant, uh, you're a little more tuned in, do not wear something, unless it's a classic, 
Do not wear something that was fashionable five, ten years ago, but was a trend at that time. Like, have you ever driven down the street and you see a car that's got, like, a uh, color combination that you just know is ten years old? That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. If you want you to look out of step with what's going on, wear something that looks older, is definitely, and classics, that's the beauty of them, they're always going to look fine. Like a, a, a well-tailored jacket, a well-tailored suit, that's going to look fine. But if you're wearing something that obviously, you know, I remember seeing a woman who would do presentations and she would always wear the really big, huge-shouldered 80s outfits that had their really bright colors. And it didn't matter that she may have had very topical information. Because she was comfortable with those clothes, it is an indicator to many people that her information is not current. So you may want to keep that in mind. If you want to make a statement about something, mix a night piece with a day piece. Mix a two color pieces that you wouldn't typically do. If you see any colors that exist together in nature, think of tropical fish. Think of heather where there's pinks and greens together. Think of the side of a mountain and it's got all those different grays and browns and everything. Any colors that exist in nature are going to exist well in clothing and in an environment. Okay? But if you want to, you know, Use one or two statement pieces, and whatever you do, don't wear all leopard, okay? Just, just a, please. It, it, that can be just a little too alarming for those of us. Halloween, yes. Day-to-day, mm-mm, nope. So, anyways, to go back to, this is, you know, Joan said, you know, hey, I guess I'm officially old now. Then she talks about handbags. Listen, I don't know what she means by an old lady handbag, Here's the thing that with anything, anything you accessorize with, the majority of them have someone else's initials on them to begin with. There's no lack of Michael Coors or, you know, this person or that person with all of their logo stuff all over it. And if they weren't going to get the licensing from it, they wouldn't do the perfumes, they wouldn't do the bags, they wouldn't do the belts, they wouldn't have all the licensing. So the thing of, you know, the, the logo bag from 15 years ago, many people would like to make off with their mother's logo bags from 15 years ago. Just a little FYI. That lovely Chanel, mm-hmm, So I'm afraid I'm going to have to put a pin in that little bubble as well. Anyway, the important thing about that I want people to hear is that when people make comments about people's looks, make them from the standpoint of what you're supportive about. Don't make it from the standpoint of what is negative. We have enough of that. So when you see someone, you can make a comment of, oh, those are great shoes. Look for the gold. We have enough people rooting around looking for garbage, okay? You need to look for gold, period. If someone is, you know, their hair, whatever, thinking whatever thoughts you are literally putting out, honestly, You've heard me say this before. I am, and I don't know, I, I'm in the broken record category here again. But this is like the disc that's on, you know, like an endless loop. Whatever thoughts you are thinking and whatever thoughts you were putting out are the thoughts that are going to come back to you. Like a boomerang, 
picking up other thoughts that are the same thing. So if you're walking around being frustrated, and hey, I had a really frustrating morning, (laughs) and I had to sit down and have a conversation with myself. And it doesn't necessarily mean that on occasion, you know, you're not foot stomping. And, you know, we have that happen in relationships as well. But it's like whatever it is you are giving out, whether it's a comment or a thought, that is what you're going to get back, okay? So please just keep that in mind. Now, skipping forward here, today is considered to be World AIDS Day. And that's how I got into talking about sexuality and doing my sexuality seminars. I was volunteering on the AIDS ward here in Los Angeles at Cedar sinai and my roommate happened to be a UCLA med student. And Sherry would say to me, well, you know, can you, you know, tell me the things that, you know, you're being told there? And I said, well, Sherry, I said, you're in med school. She said, trust me, they're not telling us this stuff. They don't talk about anything of a sexual nature. And when I first started, people told me I was nuts, that aren't you worried that you're going to get it? And I said, listen, I'm not having sex with these people and they're not bleeding on me, so no, I'm not worried. But that was when they, they thought mosquitoes, you could contract it from a mosquito or a toothbrush or a um, toilet seat, which is why so many people when they were first diagnosed were socially shunned so brutally. And my mother died when I was 24, at which point I no longer feared death. So I wasn't worried about volunteering, but because of what I looked like as, you know, a waspy, you know, light-haired female, I stood out amongst the people who were volunteering. And I became something that because I was doing it, people were then more likely to listen. And they were like, wow, you're doing that? Aren't you? And I'm like, you know, these are people who, as a result of, you know, something, have become infected. And I'm not going to go into the whole backstory of what I believe has actually happened. Yet they are someone's son, someone's daughter. They are someone who deserves to be treated with dignity and with love. And I don't care if someone is HIV positive. And, you know, they first got the AIDS diagnosis in order to be able to have people qualify for treatment. And that's how they got an AIDS diagnosis category. So, you know, there's, but I, that's, one, that's another subject altogether. We're coming up to my second break here. I talked about make sure if you're ta- looking at someone, be an observer, not a critic. Give them something nice. And if we're talking about anyone who's HIV, just know that people are now living with the uh, retro, uh, retrovirals, antivirals, and they are people, they are our friends, they are our colleagues, and we deserve to love them, and they're fabulous people. So here we come with the tunes, and I will be back with more on Holiday Sexy Shopping. This 
is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet. With your host, Lou Paget. techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. This is TogiNet, cutting-edge radio. This is the TogiNet Radio Network, broadcasting quality programming to the world. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on TogiNet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest in heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on TogiNet. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. And just before the break, I was talking about it being World AIDS Day, and for anyone who would be interested in get, bringing yourself more up to speed on what's going on, there is a woman who is a filmmaker. Her name is Lisa Biajotti, and she has done a film entitled Deep South, which for over two years, she traveled 13,000 miles and interviewed over 400 people to tell their stories about living with HIV and AIDS. And her critically acclaimed documentary, Deep South, tells the story of rural American South, where infection rates are 50% higher and AIDS is still one of the leading causes of death for African Americans. And thinking that, you know, just because there's the antivirals and all of the treatments that, that came in and they could keep the viral loads low, a lot of people do not have access to these, in addition to which the stigmatizing of having something like this can, for many people, they're not going to even talk about that they've got it. I, I know when I first started on the AIDS ward at Cedars that for many people, they never told the truth about how they initially contracted it. Now, whether it was by fluid, body fluid, 
or whether it was by IV drug use, they would often, to spare their families, tell a story that I would know was, we would know was completely fabricated. Yet it was important for their family to know that they had gotten it from a more out-of-control way or a more respectful way. One man said he was, you know, he had had a prostitute who had given him oral sex, which we absolutely knew was not the truth, but that was the story that his parents from the Midwest needed. He needed to be able to tell them. One of the more heartbreaking for me was a gentleman who was an identical twin and myself being an identical twin. His twin brother was there watching his brother die, and they both... It was something that when we did have the ability for people to have medications, they kept the viral load low and, you know, supported their immune system so that it was considered more of a chronic as opposed to an absolute death sentence. But if anyone is interested, this is, it premieres today, Very, you know, how completely uh, appropriate, would you not think? And the title of the film, again, is called Deep South. And her name is Lisa Biajati, and she said, there is a quietness of HIV in the South, and nobody talks about it. This is the story of HIV in the South. It is the story of HIV without the activist movement. So there we go. Now, let me jump forward to holiday sexy shopping. If there's one thing that, you know, I think we've all been uh, exposed to, particularly here in the U.S. and Canada, it is the tremendous amount of push to buy everything. I mean, good grief, it wasn't even Halloween, and they had all of the Christmas ornaments and things up. Could we have Thanksgiving first, please? This is how it goes. It's a sequence. It's A, then B, then C. It's not A, then C. Really, it's just enough to be a little disturbing. There we go. That's my little soapbox on that. Here we go. Holiday sexy shopping. Sometimes the sexiest thing that you can buy for yourself or buy for someone else isn't anything that is a sex toy or sexually oriented. It may rather be something that is about a gift only you can give someone a gift of time, a gift of I'm going to give you space, a gift of if he enjoys golfing, getting him, you know, uh, times, you know, tea times. If something that lets them know that you are well aware of what's important in their life. There are times that when we do, it's a slippery slope on occasion being in a relationship, whether it's from a sexual standpoint or whether it's from an attention standpoint. But I can tell you, just because something isn't spoken about doesn't mean it's not an issue for people. And by the time people actually start talking about something, I know someone right now who is about to go through a divorce, he has no clue, and the reason is, and th- this person had said, if he had done something 
two years ago, we would not be in this position, but he didn't. And at which point it just, the behavior just became more and more and more eroding to this other person's soul. And now, remember I talked about at the beginning of see yourself where you want to be. Create that, create the future, which is why doing Summit at Sea, this is an opportunity to create your future. And that's where this person is. They are creating their future, and they are looking at where their next place is going to be, how it's going to be when they walk in, and the other person has no clue. But if they had addressed it two years ago, they wouldn't be heading in this direction. And they, the, the person actually said to me, if he had actually done something about this two years ago, I, you know, I wouldn't, this would not be my, my state of mind. But it most assuredly is now. So, and when it comes to buying sexy clothes, this is such a, it's kind of like buying, you know, items for Halloween or fantasy items. There are times when, any woman who has had to wear those things, it's like scratchy gift wrap. <laughs> it's not fun. It is. It's got, you know, the lace is not uh, soft. And then there's the other thing. And truly, the whole idea, if you're going to buy sexy lingerie, buy it and wear it under a suit. Buy it and wear it when you're sitting in meetings. So that you know you're wearing it. No one else has to. I remember there was a club that I used to go to, and there was a group of us in the morning. We were the, you know, 5 o'clock in the morning group. And <laughs> I had these great, you know, uh, lingerie outfits, and they would go, oh, you were wearing that to work? And I said, no one else needs to know but me. I said, I want to wear this. I And it was something that the work that I was doing was very male, very masculine. It was selling uh, job lot, loads of paper. So there wasn't a whole lot about it that was acknowledging of how I felt about myself as a woman. But I have to tell you, when I put that lingerie on, it did. And when I'm walking through a warehouse, they didn't have to know. And the other thing, whenever you're wearing something, you know, you might find that when you're wearing sexy outfits, you have that, okay, that's sexy, okay, for at home, but not sexy for out in public. And there are times when I think people need to get a better mirror at the front door because they, it, it may look good, but I think they need to know the messages that they might be giving that aren't, and, and I'm speaking when it comes to business attire, when it comes to going to work attire. Club attire is another thing altogether. You know, weekend attire, that's another thing altogether. But there are times when I think people select from the wrong little category box, you know, and sort of blend them all together. Now, speaking of minds and how your mind is working, there is a gentleman who I just saw this, and I thought it was quite fascinating. And he is, 
uh, he is a Czechoslovakian researcher, and his name is, let me just find him, his name is Jaroslav Fleger, and he is looking at whether or not, from a personality standpoint, toxoplasmosis, uh, Gandhi, and toxoplasmosis is a microbe. And many people have probably heard about it because pregnant women are told to avoid cats' litter boxes because of the potential of a woman becoming infected during pregnancy. And the issue with toxoplasmosis, let's just remove it from the fact that it's centered around cats. It really isn't. It is something, if you go to CDC, and here's the thing, it has to be an infected cat. It's not just any cat. But toxoplasmosis is something that you can get from eating under, undercooked or contaminated meat, um, especially pork, lamb, or venison. And it could be accidental ingestion of undercooked or contaminated meat by, after you know, handling it. It could be drinking contaminated water. It could be eating foods that were contaminated by knives and forks. Notice how we're not saying anything here about cats yet. Uh, touching, uh, uh, having, and, and sometimes it's food that, you know, may have been in a garden that is around contaminated dirt. But the real thing that he looks at, and I'm, we're, we've got two minutes until we come to our final break, so I'm going to be carrying this conversation over our break. But he's looking at the changes that this is a single-celled parasite and how it changes your personality and causing women and men to behave in different ways than they would have. And interestingly enough, the men uh, respond very differently than the women. The men become more suspicious, they become more withdrawn versus the women who become more gregarious, become more um, outgoing and in a twist. So anyway, I'm going to come back after the break and we're going to be talking about the impact of a protozoan parasite that a lot of people have, may not know it, and it could be impacting what your behavior is and what your relationship is like. Please stay with me. I'm Lou Paget. I'll be right back. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. 
Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's paying it forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Goals, objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real-world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style, along with an innate ability to form connections with people, gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, before the break, I was talking about a uh, Czechoslovakian researcher, Jaroslav Fleger, and that's J-A-R-O-S-L-A-V Fleger, F-L-E-G-R. And he has suspected, this. I'm just going to read this thing, and yet he's no kook, and yet for years he has suspected his mind has been taken over by parasites that have invaded his brain. So the pro- prolific biologist took his science fiction hunch into the lab. And now what he's discovering will startle you. Could tiny organisms carried by house cats be creeping into our brains, causing everything from car wrecks to schizophrenia? Now, going back to the cat transmission mode, the main thing, the cat has to be infected with toxoplasmosis. If you have an indoor cat, and most people are aware of this, when women get pregnant, people go, oh, my God, you know, you've got, you know, you've got a cat. You're going to have to get rid of the cat because... You're going to be, you know, you've got a baby. Here's the thing. The main can, how do people get it? And this is the CDC site, Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Eating undercooked meats, pork, lamb, venison, accidental ingestion of those, eating food that was contaminated by knives and forks in contact with raw contaminated meat, drinking contaminated water, accidentally swallowing through, you know, contact with cat feces that contains, again, see, it's not, it is an oral transmission. It's not an air transmission, so it's not aerosolized. It has to be a contact, oral contact. It's not just simply um, a uh, skin. And touching or ingesting anything that has come in contact with it or accidentally ingesting contaminated soil. Now, let me then read this thing on the cat thing because I want to get this out of the way. The question is, Toxoplasmosis spores become infectious, and some say 48 hours, or it could be within 24 hours after they exit the cat's body. Now, if you clean the cat's 
litter box, which you should every day, then you're not going to be exposed to the infective spores. And indoor cats can be inf- infected with plas- plasmo- toxoplasmosis if they ingest raw or undercooked meat, as can humans. And, you know, if you have had cats your whole life, you may still, you know, not be protected from the disease. And But the other thing is, and this is, this is from someone who is a veterinarian and has been working for, you know, veterinary clinic for 14 years, and... But they're talking about if you have an ordinary indoor cat, chances are your risks are very low. And another woman says, I'm 12 weeks pregnant and very interested to, uh, she's a second-year vet student, uh, possible, you know, uh, possible impacts of toxoplasmosis. And the woman who wrote, Dr. Mandy Roberts, is right, everything except that she was taught that they're infectious in little over 12 hours. So... The thing about having to wear a mask, a mask is not necessary since transmission is purely a fecal-oral route. In other words, you have to have it on your hand, and then it somehow has to go into your mouth. Remember I talked at the very beginning of the show about take care of yourself for flu and cold? Wash your hands. <laughs> That's the main reason why all of these so-called plagues and everything, it was uh, sanitation was one of the big things that had the drop-off of those. So definitely, you know, you know wear gloves and wash hands afterwards. But with indoor cats, they're not in a high-risk category and because your cat probably didn't get exposed to rodents and aren't fed raw meat. Still, as a precaution, do that, but don't get rid of your cat. It's totally unnecessary. So here we go. As a cat lover, I thought I, I had to just make that quite clear for people. So let's go back to what Jaroslav Fleger is saying, is that you, if you are infected, and here's what happened is he was someone, he was a researcher, and all of a sudden, you know, he's noticing that he had, he was, he was at Colorado State, and he was aware of that there are animals that when fish, crustaceans, and insects, this is according to Janice Moore, that there are truckloads of them that behave weirdly as a result of parasites. But the thing that did it for Flegger was when he was Richard Dawkins. Any of you who know who, you know, he is a British evolutionary biologist, and he's talking about how a flatworm can turn an ant into a slave by invading the ant's nervous system. Because typically, with a drop of temperature, an ant goes heads underground. But an infected insect instead climbs to the top of a blade of grass and clamps onto it, literally becoming easy prey for the grazing sheep. So it's literally, you know, the little jaws that you see with that? Mandibles actually become locked in that position, so there's nothing it can do except hang in the air. Sheep comes along, grazes, and that is what the worm needs. That's what the fat worm needs. It needs that little ant to carry that, the larva inside into the sheep. So as they would call it, the, you know, the circle of life. So... What happened for Flegger is he was noticing that most of the times when he was dealing with things that for many people were very stressful, he, it wasn't, he wasn't worried about particular things. He wasn't worried, for example, about speaking out against the communist in Czechoslovakia when, when he was in early adulthood, which was very risky to do so. And he said, I'm lucky I wasn't imprisoned. 
and he was in the strife-torn area in Turkey where all of his other you know, colleagues and researchers were absolutely terrified. And he said he was like, you know, calm. He'd walk through traffic, wouldn't have a problem. And then he all of a sudden went, he went, maybe I have something going on with my brain with this toxoplasmosis gondii. And sure enough, he tested himself and realized that he had it. Now, these are things that, you know, it can be picked up. It's typically picked up from the soil by scavenging or grazing animals, rodents, pigs, cattle, and they harbor it in their brain and other body tissues. And human beings are, you know, often exposed by, you know, potentially maybe a litter box. We also found in drinking water, unwashed vegetables, especially in Europe where they consume raw or undercooked meat. And they're, you know, and in areas where people, you know, the French can have an infection rate as high as 55%. So here's the thing that I want people to be aware of. There is a real difference for how women and men, the sex-specific changes in personality. And he compared infected to non-infected. And because he was in a Soviet-stunted economy, he didn't have the money to do animal studies. However, he did have humans who they were, you know, 30 to 40% of Czechs had the latent form of toxoplasmosis. So he was able to use them, and even better, because he actually was able to get a, a response. But he looked at men who had the parasites, were more introverted, suspicious, oblivious to others' opinions of them, inclined to di- and inclined to disregard rules. Women, on the other hand, were more outgoing, trusting, image conscious, so in other words, they didn't dress like a slob, and rule abiding. And this is something that when he looked further into it, he was like, is this why? Because, so the reason he talked about the thing with um, car crashes and with schizophrenia, the car crashes, they don't have the same fear. They don't, they're, they disregard for rules. They don't have the same fear. And the findings were so bizarre that originally Flegger assumed that his data had to be flawed. So he tested it again with civilian and military populations, got exactly the same results. Now, here's the reason many people don't know about this. He is a, uh, a not a well-funded, Czech researcher, and they are, he hasn't gone to a lot of different, the, you know, peer review uh, submissions for papers or organizations. So in the thing that he was looking at is why do they, why do they respond so differently? And he's thinking that under the emotional strain, men tend to be more anxious, the heightened anxiety might make them, you know, withdraw, be more hostile or antisocial, whereas women under, under emotional strain seek solace through social bonding and nurturing. So we're coming down to the final couple of minutes of my show for today. I want to remind people, I want you to take care of yourself, and if you have interest in doing something that will cost you $6 a day to give yourself a new life, a new world, and 50 shades of fabulous you, I'm going to be giving people 
specific. I'm creating totally new programs strictly for this trip. I'm doing two hours only by myself. I'm talking about, you know, what's your intention of the cruise, what's the intention of your relationship. I'm going to have the techniques. I'm going to have the, you know, active imagination. And it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or not in a relationship. This is a cruise that will work for you because by virtue, as I said before, what you think about, you pull back in. And this is about creating your future and creating what your dream and what your life is about. So, and again, that is summit at c.ca. And in the appreciation game category, let's talk about people. World AIDS Day, it still hasn't gone away. We still need to be aware of it. Cosmo article, always think nice thoughts about people. You know, as Helen would say, you know, be kind to one another. It is so easy for you to be kind. I want all of you to have a fabulous rest of the week. If you have any questions, you can always email me at office at loupaget.com. My Facebook is Lou Paget. And if you are in any, you know, sort of stress situation with your relationship, stand for a moment. And instead of looking at the critical side of it, look at what the loving lesson you might be learning. It may not be one you may not necessarily want to learn about, being patience or something, which is not my favorite, but it may be something that in the long run will stand you in good stead. Be well, my friends, Take care, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Bye now. for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget 